there. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have Krista with us today, and Krista Grasso is the creator of Lean Out Method. She's from Connecticut, and she's all about cutting the fat in any business and focusing on what really moves the needle. The business optimizer is what she's called. So let's welcome her and hear from her her story. Welcome, Krista. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talk today. Absolute pleasure. So before we jump into what you do, let's let's hear about yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I grew up in Connecticut, still live here a whole lot of years later. <laughs> um, and I had initially started off with the thought of being some kind of artist. I wasn't entirely sure what I was going to do with my life, but I knew I wanted to do something creative. I went to college for a fine art major. And about halfway through my journey, I started to really think about the fact that if I'm going to work for myself for the rest of my life, even if I am in the arts, I really should understand business. And I hadn't really known that much. I'd actually run and open a couple of businesses earlier, um, which I'd done in high school, but I really shifted and ended up getting a business degree. And I said, I can do the art. I, I know how to be an artist. That's fine. What I don't really know is how to run a successful business. And so let me learn that so that I can work for myself for the rest of my life. And I graduated and like most people who graduate college had a lot of loans to pay back. So got a job in corporate <laughs> to start things off. And I ended up surprising myself thinking that I really wanted to be this artist. I never wanted to work in a corporate setting. And I got in and I actually completely fell in love with what I was doing. I liked the types of clients I was working with. I loved the type of work I was doing. Um, and I ended up sticking with that. So although I've had quite the journey over these past 20 plus years, um, I actually still do today a lot of what I did in that very first role straight out of college. Awesome. And so where, where and how did you come up with the lean out method? Yeah, so while I was working um, and consulting in corporate throughout all these years, I finally did start my creative business and I ended up creating a jewelry business. And I had a lot of success with that business. I scaled it very quickly. And I actually scaled it a little bit too quickly. I didn't have systems in place. I had a lot of other things in place, um, you know, that really ultimately had me working completely around the clock. Um, I was buried in debt. <laughs> I almost put myself out of business. I made a lot of mistakes that I think a lot of new business owners make, going in really excited and very passion-fueled, but not really thinking through a lot of the really critical business components and system side of things. And I ended up at a really tough place where I had to make the decision if I was going to be able to keep my business going or if I was going to have to close it. And I took some time away from my business to really reflect. And I realized that all of the work that I was doing with my big Fortune 50 consulting clients, they were all getting these absolutely amazing results. They were all scaling really successfully. Meanwhile, in my own business, I'm struggling like crazy. And I realized that in my business, I wasn't applying the same lean practices that I was consulting with all of them to do. And I just had this disconnect. I saw what I did with my corporate clients as something that existed in that world and not something that existed in my entrepreneurial world. 
And once I made that association and had that epiphany, I started applying lean into my own business, completely transformed my business and turned that around and turned it into a really highly successful and profitable business that I was able to scale in a healthy, sustainable way. Um, and then quickly realized wait a minute, a lot of other people need to know how to do this as well. And so I ended up turning it into an entire method um, that's repeatable and applicable for really any type of online business, whether that be a product-based business or the majority of people that I work with are actually coaches, consultants, and service-based uh, online businesses. So when you say lean methods, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, so lean is something that kind of grew up in the manufacturing space. And to break it down into its simplest definition, it's about eliminating waste. So eliminating all the things that don't matter <laughs> um, and really focusing on increasing value to your customers. So it's doubling down on the things that matter most and eliminating the things that don't matter. And if you think about wastes in a manufacturing business, it's not all that different from the wastes in an online business. We waste time. We put a lot of time and effort and work into things that we either never finish or that we don't finish with high quality. Um, we you know, end up really investing in things that aren't the right things. They aren't the things that our customers really want and would find value from. And so at the end of the day, there's a lot of parallels between how a, a big manufacturing company leverages lean and how any business can leverage it to eliminate waste and really double down on value and quality. So when you made the shift in your own business, you know, practicing what you preached, can you walk us through that journey? You know, what did you, what was not working? What did you do and how did you change it? Yeah, absolutely. So at the time, I had my jewelry in these really big showrooms. I had sales reps. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to a lot of the major trade shows, which is a lot of how you got um, a product-based business out into the world at the time. And what I was hearing from everybody is you need to drive your costs down. Your prices are too high. You need to bring your costs down quite a bit. And we want you to move all production to China. And I heard this repeatedly from people. And I took a lot of pride in making my product in the US. I really cared deeply about the quality of the pieces. And I wanted to be able to maintain that. And I wanted to be able to maintain the design piece of it. And I didn't want to move production overseas to China. But I did listen to what they said about my pricing. And what I realized was when I designed my products, I designed them like an artist and not like a businesswoman. And I think a lot of people, no matter what your business is, tend to do this. We bring our passion to something and we end up putting a whole lot into it that other people simply don't care about. And we over-architect the thing that we create. And I mean, I couldn't have made the pieces any more beautiful if I tried, but also any more expensive and complicated if I tried. There were things in there that a fellow artist might appreciate, but your person who bought the jewelry and wore the jewelry would never notice and would not care about. And those things added to the expense that didn't need to be there. Um, at the same time, we were just, I mean, we were buried in orders. 
I went from making jewelry at my kitchen table and selling it at local craft fairs to all of a sudden selling thousands of pieces of jewelry a day. Really big difference. And so having those systems in place and having those processes in place to be able to consistently make the product, deliver the product, ship the product, all of that was something that we struggled with. Sometimes I'm not quite sure how we got those orders out, but we did. <laughs> um, and so what I ended up realizing with Lean was A, I was doing too much. I had too much variety in my product. I had things in my product that nobody cared about that was driving the costs up. And I had so many, um, just so many things missing without having those systems in place that we were wasting a lot of time and wasting a lot of money, which again was impacting our cost. So I set out to be able to reduce the cost of my pieces, simplify my product line and simplify my pieces, um, keep the quality and production all in the US, um, but still achieve that goal of the pricing that I was being told the target buyers really needed. And it was no small feat. I was told I was crazy on many, many an occasion and that it was not possible. And the only way I could do it was to take production to China. But I did do it. And I still have production in the U.S. today. So what kind of clients do you service? Um, in my lean out method business, I work primarily with coaches, consultants, and online entrepreneurs, ones who already are established, have had some degree of success, but are at that place where they really want to scale. And they want to scale in simple and sustainable ways, which is what I learned to do the hard way. <laughs> they don't want to try to scale the way I attempted my first time through. <laughs> and how do they find you, your, your clients? a lot of referrals and I do have my own podcasts and I do a lot of podcast interviews. So people find me that way a lot. And I've got a really, really great Facebook community. We're really active and interrelated. And um, I go live once a week and do some training and really do some spot coaching for people. And so a lot of people tell other people about my community as well. Awesome. That's awesome. Now, how long have you been doing this? Um, I have run my own businesses and been consulting since 2000. I officially launched Lean Out Method as a business entity, even though I'd been doing it for many, many years back in 2019. So, Awesome. And, you know, when it comes to um, the coaches or consultants or the kind of clientele that you're, uh, you're servicing, you're catering, do you see that most of their problems are pretty similar or do you find lots of unique flavors in what they do? Yeah, most people struggle. All, yeah, most people fall into a few different buckets. A lot of them, they want to scale. They know they want to scale their business. They have these visions of something much bigger than where they're at today. But almost all of them are in a place where they just are feeling completely overworked, completely overwhelmed. They feel like they've got so much on their plate. They can't imagine adding anything else. They know they need to do less. Like they hear people like me talking about do less, make more. And they think that sounds great, but how on earth do you actually do that? And I know I want to scale, but how can I do that when I barely even have time to breathe throughout the day, let alone learn how to and do something different. And so when most people come in to work with me, that tends to be the place that they start. And when we really look at the root cause of why they are where they are, 
frequently what happens is they either haven't surrounded themselves with a team or haven't surrounded themselves with the right team. So they may not really know how to properly hire and train and develop and advance um, and kind of mature a really quality team that can kind of run their business in their absence, right? So they feel like they can never step out of their business. So they're always on and always working. Um, they might not have systems in place. So they might have literally everything still in their head. So they either have to do a lot themselves or they're critical for every decision that has to be made in the business because they don't have those documented systems for other people to be able to go do something without them. Um, and then the other one, and this is the big one is, a lot of times they no longer have a business model that's really in alignment with where they wanna go in the future. So maybe they had a business model that they created back when they started their business multiple years later and their business model has gotten really complex. It feels really heavy, doesn't feel exciting to them. They might not really like their offers anymore. They might not really love some of their clients anymore. <laughs> um, they see this vision and this evolution for themselves and for their business and their current business model, their current offers and structure just are not in alignment with where they wanna go next. So that's usually the first place I start with people is getting everything back into alignment, helping them find that really solid business model that will achieve the vision they have and most importantly, protect their lifestyle goals as well. So they're not giving up their personal life to be able to scale their business. Um, and then from there, we get really intentional with their time. We lean things out. We get rid of all the stuff that doesn't matter. So they can actually get more done in less time and have a bigger impact. Awesome. You know, a lot of people, especially solopreneurs or coaches, consultants, these kinds of people kind of stumble into what they're doing out of passion, right? They're not even looking at it as a business. Um, they're just doing it because they love to do it. And then down the line somewhere, they start thinking about, okay, why am I not earning a dollar? Um, and for a lot of these people, they're creatives and going into structure systems and all the technical aspects of uh, running a business, that can be a bitter pill to swallow. Do you, do you see that? Do you experience that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I started my coaching and consulting business working with artists of some type. A lot of them were jewelry designers, fashion designers, right? Now I tend to work more with coaches and consultants in the health or business space. Um, but everybody, unless you are built like me and like could wake up and do systems all day long, 99% of your entrepreneurs are the visionary types. They're the idea generators. They want to be out doing the fun, sexy stuff. The last thing they want to be doing is sitting at the computer and documenting what they do all day and creating systems, right? Um, and so what it typically comes down to is this. It's, you know, if you really do want to scale your business and what scaling, why you want to scale your business, right? If you think about it is to reduce that dependency on you. So as you're bringing in more revenue, as your profits are increasing, you don't have to be that like linchpin to absolutely everything. You can have things run automatically if you have automations in place. You can have other people do things and manage things and run things and even be the coach in some cases inside some of your programs with the right systems in place. And so what I always teach my clients and work with them on is this is how you get what you really want. That freedom that you want, whether it's time freedom or financial freedom, um, or just freedom of choice in what you get to do all day long, right? That comes through systems and team. 
And it may not be what gets you out of bed in the morning, but it's the thing that's going to let you do what gets you out of bed in the morning. Because what you probably didn't want to do today is all of the back office administrative stuff, customer support emails, all of the other stuff that you probably had to get pulled into throughout the day because you didn't have systems in place for other people to be off and owning them completely on their own. And so usually when people really get clear on what it is that they want and they realize that this is the thing that's going to give them what they want, they're usually more willing to do it. And I always teach people you have to get the ball rolling, but when you build that team around you, they are going to maintain those systems. They are going to optimize those systems. They are going to keep them living and breathing so that you can be off doing what you do best and being the visionary leader of your business. But you've got to get that started and get that ball rolling if you ever want to get there. So, you know, it's uh, for, for somebody who's starting up, um, there's a lot of perseverance, hard work, there's a lot of ups and downs, and then there's the, they have to be very patient. And systems and all definitely do come into play as they start, um, you know, working on what, they, what they're uh, trying to set up. But for someone who's at the starting gate, what's your advice? Yeah, so when you're first starting out, what I always tell people is you need a combination of consistency plus Kaizen. And Kaizen is a lean term that means making small continuous improvements and changes for the better. So you need to be consistent, i.e. patient, something that most new entrepreneurs are not. You try something and if it doesn't work in five seconds, you flip gears and try something else, right? You've got to do things really consistently and measure and see how things go. But you also want to leverage that Kaizen because you don't want to keep doing the same thing and getting the poor results. You want to keep looking at things as an experiment to say, okay, I tried that. That didn't work. How can I do the same thing, but try something a little bit different and hopefully get better results? And when you find something that's working, when you find something that you want to repeat those results, that's when you look at a system. You don't want to try to create systems from day one because when you are in that early stage of entrepreneurship, what I call emerge, the reality is you're going to throw out 90% of what you do because it is a place of experimentation. You're experimenting until you find that product market fit. You find the right offer for the right people at the right price. Up until then, you're probably going to throw out most of what you try so that investment in systems isn't going to be worthwhile because you're going to never look at it again and never use it again. But as soon as you find something you want to repeat or you want somebody to help you with, that's when that system becomes really important. You know, you mentioned uh, that there are certain scaling secrets for the lawyer firms, the multi-billion dollar firms that could work for you as an entrepreneur as well. Can you talk us through some of those? Yeah, so I've worked with some of the largest companies in the world. I've consulted with Fortune 50 clients, Fortune 10 clients for the past 20 years. And something that surprises people sometimes is that not only do they invest um, in, uh, the, A, they invest in their people. They invest in their people. So if you do have teams, make sure you're investing in your people. They know that if they've got somebody in-house already who's good, it is going to cost them much less money to send them for training and to send them to conferences and to teach them how to be that rock star and completely you know, expand and up-level their skill set than it will be to hire somebody new. So A, invest in your people. That's something that companies do. But the thing that I find most people you know, are surprised by is companies also invest in innovation. 
And this is something that as entrepreneurs, I think we really need to do. We always hear about making um, time to work on our business and not just in our business, but very uh, rarely do people talk about innovation outside of the startup market. And I worked for a company of 30,000 people, 30,000 people, and they had the majority, majority of their people two weeks out of every single quarter. They had those people not actually doing any sort of implementation work. They were purely doing planning and innovation. And if you think about the investment that that company made in their people to not be doing projects and not be implementing things and instead to plan for the next 90 days and to focus on innovation things, things that are going to be the next thing that's going to keep their company a leader in the market, um, things that are going to improve efficiencies and stuff behind the scenes so that they're able to do what they do in a better, higher quality, more efficient way. Right. If you think about the investment that they put in that many people doing that, that is a clear sign to me that as an entrepreneur and as a small business, that's something that we should be doing. Um, and then the other thing is they always have strategic plans, always. They know where they're going and they make all of their decisions based on that end state goal, that end state strategic objective or strategic imperative that they have. That's how they decide what gets worked on. They don't just randomly pick one day, oh, I think I'm going to do this. I heard about this new thing. I'm going to go do this, right? It's actually hard to do new things in a company, which is a downside sometimes, but it does keep them laser focused on what actually matters most. And that's something that I think, again, all entrepreneurs could really benefit from. Now, you have something called a 90-day lean-out plan, right? What does that do? What is it? Yeah, so um, I have my lean out method system itself, which has four pillars. It's context, clarity, commitment, and Kaizen. And what I did is, you know, working with me, sometimes it can take a while to get on my agenda to work with me. I'm, I'm booked out pretty far. And I really truly believe every single business should lean out. Every single business should lean out. People should be able to scale their business and get their time back. People should be able to find ways to do the work that they love and not feel like they have to sacrifice their personal life for it. So I really took some time and thought about how can I help everybody, you know, in air quotes, everybody, um, without actually working with them myself. And I didn't want to create a course. I didn't want to go that route. And I thought a planner. I help people with strategic planning. I help people take their big, bold dreams and goals and make them a reality. So why not create a planner out of it that takes the lean out method system and puts it in people's hands where they could literally write in their planner for 90 days and achieve those big, bold goals that they have while learning how to get their time back and how to you know, know what to eliminate and what to actually focus on. Um, so it's really great. I love, A, the planner is amazing. It works really well, but I just personally love that I get to help so many people without, you know, having to work with everybody individually, because as much as I would like to, I'm booked out pretty far and that's just not feasible. <laughs> right. And then um, under, under your lean out method philosophy, what, are, what do you offer your clients? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a few different things. My big thing is in-person retreats. I think that when you can get together in person and you can step away from your business and away from your desk, put yourself in an environment where you are focused exclusively on your business, yourself, and your next level, 
and do it where you're surrounded with other people who are absolutely amazing and focused on the same things, you will accomplish more in a short period of time than you will in a long period of time. So pre-pandemic, retreats were a big part of my business model. Um, I am bringing back my retreat next year, and I'm really excited about that. So in January, we're going to Laguna Beach for three days to do what I call the Lean Out Level Up Retreat, which is where we will plan for all of 2022 for your business and yourself and your own growth as that leader in your business. Um, and so that's one thing and something I'm just so excited about and really happy to be able to get together in person with people again. Um, and then beyond that, I have a program called Simplify to Scale. And that is where we look at your business very holistically. We look at what's important to you and your vision. And we look at what you can simplify and lean out so that you can get that time back. And then we look at how you can scale your business in a really simple and sustainable way. And we look at everything from your systems to your team. But we also look at your offers. Like, what is it that you actually sell? And is that structured in such a way that is really draining on you and maybe not really providing the optimal value for your clients? Or is it structured in such a way that it really does let you leverage your time well, provides tons of value to your clients? And we work through that with people so that they have really highly scalable and fulfilling aligned offers, um, as well as the systems, the team, and the strategic planning. Awesome. And how do people find you? Yeah, you can head to leanoutmethod.com to find all the things. Um, and you can find my podcast at leanoutpodcast.com, where I talk about a lot of what I talked about today. Awesome. All right, Krista, this, this was very, very helpful, very inspiring, the work that you're doing. And as well as, uh, you know, not, not a lot of people out there who talk about uh, systems and processes specifically for the entrepreneur. And I think um, that's a delight that you have processes nailed down for people to just come and talk to you and pick it up from there and go run their business. So thank you so much for doing this today. Before I let you go, one takeaway for the listeners, anything that you'd like to share? Yeah, the one thing I would say is there is no one way to run your business. There is no one way to scale your business and you do not need to work 24 by seven or give up your personal life for your business. It's everything has seasons, but if you are really intentional with your time, if you do take the time to get clear on what matters most and lean everything else out, you can have that nice balance between the two and really enjoy scaling your business. Enjoy what you're doing and get to spend your time doing those things that you're passionate about. So make sure that you take the time to really get clear on what matters and don't be afraid to say no to and lean out the things that don't. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure hosting you and wish you the very best as you move on. Thank you.